0: Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba. Comprehensive, high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to SEOsamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot
1: Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio. Stone Peyton Lee Cantor here with you this morning Today's episode is brought to you in part by the Business Radio X Studio Partner Program, equipping franchisors to help franchisees dominate their local market. To learn more about serving your market and growing your business, go to mybrxstudio.com. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast founder with baked cookies and dough, Mr. Max Barry. Good
0: morning, sir. Hey, guys. How you doing?
2: We are doing great. Well, Max, before we get too far into things, tell us about Baked. How are you serving, folks?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Baked is a dessert store. We're located in the Philadelphia suburbs. And we serve fresh-baked warm cookies and gourmet edible cookie dough. So our cookie dough is egg-free. It's made with heat-treated flour. And you can just kind of eat it with a spoon. We also serve ice cream, so you could have a, a cookie, and ice cream sandwich on a, on a fresh-baked cookie. We call it the baked-witch, um, and you can have some dough with some ice cream or a milkshake.
2: So how did uh, this begin? What was the uh, genesis?
0: Yeah, so we started in May of 2017 um, in just our, our small town of Westchester, Pennsylvania. It's a pretty small town in the suburbs of Philadelphia, and um we just kind of saw a need locally for some good fresh baked cookies and this was around the time when edible cookie dough was really becoming like you know the next uh the next cupcake or the next froyo style trend uh in food we were actually among the first like three stores in the country to serve edible cookie dough as a as an option um and we just we did it didn't really think much of it and when we opened, we had a line out the door, down the block, in the rain, okay, for the whole first day. We sold out of everything that we had, and that continued on for months. And, and we really thought, wow, like, you know, this is really something. Um, And we decided to, you know, franchise the concept and, and roll it out nationwide.
2: Now, were you um, pastry chefs? Like, how did you come up with the recipes and uh, know that this <laughs>
0: – That's a good question. That's a good question. So I, I'm actually not a baker by trade. I own a couple other uh, companies. I'm just a serial entrepreneur and, and saw an opportunity. Um, obviously, we have a pastry chef that made all the recipes, and she's very talented and comes up with new recipes all the time, like you know pumpkin pie and pumpkin roll and brown sugar maple things you wouldn't really think of as a, a cookie dough flavor besides the tr- traditional you know, chocolate chip, salt caramel, caramel, uh, Oreo sugar. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually not a baker by trade.
2: So, but you thought, hey, this edible cookie dough could be a thing. Let's take a swing at that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, not to like toot my own horn, but yeah, I was, <laughs> I was right. Um, <laughs> now there's multiple edible cookie dough stores in every single state. Um, from basically zero, you know, I guess one, you know, three years ago, um, and so yeah, it's just blowing up, and there's stores opening all over the place. Most of them serving just edible cookie dough. You know, I was worried that that might be, you know, it's going to take a while, but that might be just a, a fad. Right. Um, so I really built built the business around longevity. We have the cookies in there. We do catering. We do ice cream. So it's centered around cookies and edible cookie dough. But I didn't want my franchisees to be in a situation in three years where, you know, all they sell is cookie dough. And then it kind of plateaus out.
2: And that's why you chose the name baked rather than edible or something edible yeah, dough so or dough. Yeah.
0: Yes. So it's called baked Just baked cookies and dough. Um, great, you know, great name. And um, yeah, we, we we do everything in the cookie and dough kind of uh, genre.
2: So now is the cookies that you bake, are they made from the same edible cookie dough?
0: Everyone asks that. Um, no, they're not. Because, you know, the edible cookie dough that we have is egg free. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it doesn't have like baking soda in it or anything like that because it's unnecessary if you're not going to bake it right um so yeah we have we have a separate recipe um for our cookies that are baked and that you know that you eat baked
2: now you mentioned that you didn't have kind of a baking background are the franchisees typically in your shoes are they business people looking for an opportunity are they people that are kind of i always wish i had some bakery or something along those lines
0: they can really be both. Um, so our first franchisee is opening a store in Cary, North Carolina, and well, actually, they're opening two stores in Cary, and the and then another one in a year in the surrounding area. Um, and they're not bakers by trade, although um, the the um, it's a husband and wife pair, and and the wife um, she loves baking and and she loves that kind of stuff, but no professional background. Um, so you definitely don't need to have culinary experience. Um, you don't need to uh, have even a, a a full-time pastry chef. We teach you and give you the recipes and teach you how to make the dough yourself. It's not hard. I used to have to do it in the beginning when you know um, you know we were selling out every single day and I, and I didn't have any help now, obviously we have have help and I don't need to make it anymore. but uh, yeah, it can be made by anyone.
2: Now, before you opened up the store, did you like kind of work the festival scene and those events to kind of get the word out about, hey, this is coming or this is taste this new thing?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great question. So actually, we we didn't do any of these like pop ups and sneak peeks or tastings. We, we kept the grand opening very uh, close to our chest. And I think that's where uh, it actually helped us a lot. So, you know, we kind of made this mystery about, you know, something sweet is coming to Westchester, you know, warm cookies, edible cookie dough. And it's such a new thing in in the country that like, nobody really knows what it's going to taste like and everyone's very interested to try it. Um, so when we had our, our grand opening, we know had developed a list of, of French oh, I'm sorry developed a list of uh, you know people that wanted to know when we were opened. we sent them a text at about three o'clock on the day we were opening and by four we had a line you know a block a block long. It, there's just so much buzz about you know edible cookie dough and, and fresh baked cookies right now.
2: So now um, is that part of the launch plan when you when a new franchisee launches?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We have a very extensive Facebook uh, marketing uh, pre-launch plan. Um, You know, we've we've really figured out what works and what doesn't work. And and that's really why people decide to, you know, open a franchise, because they don't want to have to figure it out themselves. You know, we've spent so much money on stuff that just didn't just didn't work. Um, Old school um, marketing and advertising tactics that were a huge waste of money. Um, but we're very good in the digital space, social media, um, Facebook advertising. We know how, you know, franchisees can build a big list of people that want to know when they're open and then, you know, get the, get the doors bursting on, on opening day.
2: Now, what's the demographic of the customer at one of the stores? Is it, is it mostly young people or, or kind of moms, families? So,
0: yeah, it's actually families. Uh, it's families with kids. Um, people who are in the town that, you know, maybe they went out to dinner and they're looking for something um, for dessert afterward. Now, we're in a college town and that's a plus, um, but by no means is our main demographic just college students. Um, we, you know, obviously have our most success with um, families, with kids that you know, have that disposable income to go out and spend $30 on, on dessert.
2: But do you offer delivery? There's some, at least here in Atlanta, there's some delivery, uh, hot cookie delivery services.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do offer delivery in our Westchester store um, with uh, through Grubhub and DoorDash primarily. Um, that's, that's our model is to use the third-party delivery companies, also Uber Eats. Um, but a franchisee, if they want to uh, have a delivery person, they can absolutely do that. Um, we just, you know, kind of see the benefit in letting somebody else do the deliveries and have the labor, have the delivery drivers, and then just pay them a fee.
2: So now, how are you getting the word out regarding getting new franchisees? Or is that a, is it hard to kind of, uh, differentiate yourself in a, in a sea of, like you said, there's a, now you're not the only game in town anymore. Now there's several of them.
0: So so luckily, um, we, we kind of are still the only game in town when it comes to franchising. There's a couple other options. They don't really um, focus on cookies. They don't really focus on ice cream. They just mainly do the cookie dough. Um, but uh, most of the cookie dough stores in the country are, are just mom and pops. So if someone wants to get into a really hot food trend right now, um, you know, it's been pretty easy to to get in touch with them and have them find us.
2: And then what is the, what's a, a good market? You mentioned college towns. Is that the, is that what you're looking for to launch through college towns first?
0: No, no, actually we, we like uh, suburbs of growing suburbs of major cities. So example, Cary is a really, you know, great suburb of Raleigh. People are flooding into there. There's lots of development going on, um, lots of people coming in. And also, obviously, major cities will always be, um, you know, will always be great because there's a ton of people walking around, tourists. Um, No, but by no means you uh, need to be in a college town to to successfully um, run a bake and have a good business.
1: If you're just now joining us, you're listening to Franchise Marketing Radio. Our guest today is Max Berry. He's the founder with Baked Cookies and Dough. Max Stone-Payton here. A couple of marketing questions. One, are you finding that some marketing media or tools are working better for you than others in terms of getting the word out about the franchise opportunity?
0: Um. Well... Uh, yes, I can say that, you know, in terms of franchise marketing and, and finding new franchisees, um, the, the key is to get in front of people that already are looking, right? So, um, you know, for sure, you can, you can run Facebook ads, you can run ads online for you know, looking for people that might be interested in starting their own business. But the, the best type of people that we like to speak to are people that already are interested, they're already looking um uh, into franchises into different concepts we like that we feel like we're very competitive in terms of other ice cream franchises even you know well known ice cream franchises um just because we have more to offer than just ice cream so uh, yeah that that's been uh, our focus is you know connecting with people on you know directory websites or biz by sell that are already looking for You know, uh, a franchise to open,
1: and are are you far enough along yet in your expansion to have begin to have a feel for what are going to be some of the best marketing vehicles for your uh, franchisees in their local market? Whether it be sponsoring local causes, or direct mail, or email, or other forms of community involvement, do you know yet what what's going to shake out to be some of the best methods there for the local franchisee?
0: Absolutely. Um, and I think that's where, you know, I can kind of set us apart, whereas some some older, albeit, you know, well-known brands might uh, encourage franchisees to spend money on things like uh, direct mail or um, uh, sponsorships and things like that. Those things are great and those things are good branding, um, but the the ROI is not immediate. You know, we really have found that Facebook marketing, Instagram marketing, social media um, is is the way to go. You know, you can get very for for very little money, you can get eyes on your brand, your store in your market through Facebook and Instagram. Um, and when you compare it to things like direct mail, it's just it's a no-brainer. Um, so why, why put money in, in bucket A and bucket B when bucket A is cheaper and easier to scale and, um, you know, an I is an I, right. Do you know what I mean?
1: right <laughs> yeah.
2: So now, now Max in your kind of entrepreneurial journey, how has the transition been from going, okay, I'm running this store and I got this great idea that seems to be catching on to now I'm running. A franchise which is kind of a different animal um, you know that's a, its own business yeah. that's separate from running a baked store
0: yeah yeah absolutely so I, I was fortunate in that you know I um, knew very soon that I wanted to help people open bake open a bake train them coach them on building a business I guess that's what my background is I'm an entrepreneur and um, you know that's what I really like to do. So I was able to, um, through you know, I was able to replace myself pretty early on um, through the use of you know a manager and staff that are well trained and systems in place. Um, so so yeah, I I kind of trans transition to that fairly quickly, and um, you know because that's that's what I like to do. I like to help people build a business and be successful and um, you know and change their life.
2: And that was, uh so the, for you, the end in mind was to always franchise or to kind of replicate the concept?
0: Yeah, because, you know, look, one store um, can make you a lot of money and you can, as a franchisee, work in your store or even not work in your store and make, you know, uh, great money. But I feel like for me um, and for a lot of franchisees, they want to own multiple stores. They know that, okay, they're making X with one store. It's, it's duplicatable. It's repeatable. Let's pop up five more and now multiply our, our income by, by five. So, you know, I have that thinking when it comes to business. Um, so I knew early on that, you know, to really grow this thing and be a nationwide brand, I was going to have to find franchisees that have that mindset of owning their own business and um and help them do that
2: and then you've given them a path like okay the way you do one store is this and that you know and then you start looking for your second store when you hit these milestones and then your manager of your first store becomes the you know like you have a path for them to follow kind of a uh,
0: recipe for success yeah we have a whole training um on how to open obviously how to open a store how to market it how to grow it um and then yeah everything is repeatable in in franchising and exactly. You can have a manager for your first store, and then that manager really can be running multiple stores. They don't need to be there at one store all the time, at least with a baked. Now, if you have a full service restaurant, that's a different story. Right. If you have you know certain other dessert concepts that require, a lot of staff to be there at any given time. You may need a manager for every single store. With baked, that's that's not the case. Um, yeah, our, our manager at baked is, um, you know, not there seventy uh, percent of the time because you know our employees can run the store without um, supervision. We have the, the systems in place to make that happen.
2: Now, uh, how much time do you spend in, like, new recipes and kind of staying on top of the trends or the seasons uh, with whatever is the appropriate ingredients?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we, we're making new recipes all the time, and we, we're making new flavors, I mean, literally every, all around the clock um, because we rotate in all, all kinds of recipes throughout the year. We always have our chocolate chip, our Oreo you know our our salted caramel and our s'mores um but then the other flavors that we have we rotate in seasonal flavors like pumpkin roll, apple pie, brown sugar maple and then um you know flavors like rice crispy treat um uh, brownie cheesecake i mean there's there's just there's probably like 30 flavors that we have created that we rotate in from time to time to keep, you know, keep the customers uh, interested in trying new things.
2: Now, are, are you, is a franchisee able to kind of give some input of, hey, in our town, this ingredient is super popular and everybody loves it. Maybe this is something that should be on the roadmap going forward.
0: Yeah, yeah. So actually I tell, I tell all my franchisees and everyone that we talk to that like, you know, I don't want, uh, although the branding will be the same and the, the offerings will be very similar, uh, throughout all the stores, I don't want them to feel like, um, this is just a, you know, a McDonald's and they can never be creative. So I tell them if they want to come up with or have an idea for a flavor that's local to them, maybe in, you know, Georgia, someone would have like a peach, you know, cobbler flavor. We'll develop that for them, um, and perfect it and, uh, make it taste great. And then we'll give them the recipe and they can make it and add it to their menu.
2: Good stuff. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of the, uh, the big stuff covered. Uh, congratulations on all your success.
0: Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's been going well.
2: Now, if somebody wanted to learn more about the opportunity, is there a franchise website and maybe give both the, the kind of the regular person, uh, website and the, Potential franchisee website.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you can always get uh, a bunch of information from our corporate store site, uh, our first uh, location, bakedwc.com. com. That's B A K E D W C for for Westchester. And on that page, there's a there's a franchise uh, franchising link. Um, That'll take you to uh, a page where you can learn more about the opportunity, about the concept, about what we're looking for in a franchisee and obviously the uh, average cost of the store, uh, the liquid capital requirement and and some fees. Good
2: stuff. Well, Max, thank you so much for sharing your story today.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on.
2: All right. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Pate, and we will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.